0: Greetings, travelers, and welcome to the John Draws podcast. This is Rob. Dye and I am Mike. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about mid-somar. Lovely little horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> this film is directed by Ari Aster. And I have to say, this was an extremely original horror movie, mainly due to the fact that it takes place in daylight. In Sweden. In Sweden. Yeah. So a couple travels to Sweden to visit their friends and they partake in this midsummer festival and they realize quickly that it devolves to some kind of horrific cultish cult. Kind of. Yeah. It's a pagan cult and they can't leave. No,
1: they can't because <laughs> they're in the middle of the woods right. in Sweden. <laughs> With a bunch of people who seemed very friendly, yeah, but are a bit insane, let's say. <laughs>
0: yeah, so Ari Aster is also the director of Hereditary. Mike has not seen that yet. So first impressions, Mike, what did you think of Midsommar?
1: Overall, it had a, a dark feel, but it did not. It did not hit me the way our previous film did, which was Killing of a Sacred Deer. Uh I came away from that movie almost feeling like there was a conclusion. There was, you know, sort of a a rise and then a fall of like, okay, we've got a first act, middle, and an ending. There was character development. This sort of felt like just a two-hour torture chamber. Really? Because from the start of that movie you you meet this girl uh-huh who you feel for because she's just really she likes this guy she's dating she's having trouble with her sister who's clearly suicidal All Right, and she's trying to reach out to the boyfriend for assistance Well,
0: they're clearly not in a good place in their relationship and honestly it looks like uh they should just break up because even his friends are like dude like Enough's enough, it's been three years, you're both miserable, just end it. And none of them want to admit the fact that the relationship should just
1: end. Right, but she doesn't no strike me as the one who wants it to end. She likes no. him, but I guess it's more well, of like a he's not healthy for
0: her. Right, and she's she knows that, well, she doesn't want to admit the, fat, the fact that the relationship's over. Right, she's,
1: you get that hint when she's talking to the friend of hers and she's like well if he's not being there for you like he's not good for you and she goes well like what if i'm putting too much pressure on him
0: exactly
1: so the overthink definitely is playing a part in her role because she's having trauma with her family and she can't go to anybody and she doesn't want to put the baggage on somebody right and he's clearly in the realm of i just really don't care and I want to get laid by some Swedish girl, which we're going away on vacation. By the way, I haven't even told her that we're doing that.
0: Well, but before that, we forgot the big moment.
1: Well, yes. The, the, and spoilers, people. Yeah. If you haven't seen this movie, still would recommend. I recommend It's worth it. watching. You have to have a sick kind of <laughs> dark interest because, again, it doesn't go to a happy place. No,
0: definitely doesn't. But I, I like... I like this. I guess the reason I like Killing the Sacred Deer was that it was unique. I found this very unique. I thought there was a very clear vision with this.
1: uh, There was definitely a clear vision, but for me, I I didn't get resolution. I sort of felt like this poor girl has just been tormented. Like for two hours, we just watch a poor girl who's innocent, just trying to look for happiness. And I guess in a weird she way, some it. make some make the argument yeah. that she's fine she finds it. I would make the argument that she's just completely lost her mind with the rest of them.
0: Oh, well, yeah. But like they've uh,
1: just she drank the Kool-Aid, bro. Like, oh she, she's out there now.
0: She did, but she's also severely desperate for a family because spoilers, we find out that her daughter her sister, sister. is suicidal and does the most twisted thing. Was it with the car? What do they do? She
1: connects tubes to the exhaust of the cars and turns them on and basically locks her parents into a carbon monoxide kind of tomb in their bedroom and another tube to her own mouth taped closed. to With duct tape. And just die of carbon monoxide monoxide poisoning.
0: So disturbing. So, and then we have this, the acting was great when she's crying. Oh, it's just hard to watch. And he's holding her. And it's just such a, it's an emotional wreck She's looking scene. for
1: comfort and he's clearly just like, I have to deal with this. Well, because he thing.
0: wanted to break up with her.
1: Right. That was the plan, I think, up until that moment. And now he can't leave her. Oh, yeah. What's he going to do? Wrong, he goes, wrong, wrong. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> then it gets worse because the, this piece of, just goes down the realm of, oh, by the way, we were going to Sweden. And it's like, if you were a good guy, you would not disappear. Your girlfriend just lost well, both of her parents Here's and my her question. Sister.
0: I don't know how much time went by in between that. You know, it kind of just... It looks like... Because then they go to a party, like... You're right.
1: I took That's it as true. a lot
0: of time went by. Hmm.
1: No, I, t- I took that as a pretty recent.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: That, like, you know, she's been dealing. Obviously, we don't get the funeral or any of that stuff. No. But you certainly get the feeling like... Not much time has gone by since this is happened. Like, they don't give you any, like, four years later or a year later or anything like that. Yeah. So, one could make the argument that it's just they do the funeral and essentially this is what he tells her. Is that they're going away or they have plans to go so,
0: away? Well, the reason they're going away, though, is because they are PhD candidates. So, they're, they're all studying for their PhD. And one man wants to do a thesis on another buddy's uh, culture. Right. Which he's from
1: Sweden. He tells him about this community that he's been a part of because he also lost his parents right. as a child. Yes, these people became part of his life. One of the friends is fascinated by it. Wants to do his thesis on it.
0: Right, exactly. And uh, I think it was he was trying to do like different festivals, festivals that do the Midsummer. Yeah. right? So they were all going to go, and it was mainly for research. I think it was Pella. Was Pella the name? Yeah, Pell. Pella. Of the uh, character. That, uh, the the friend who. Um, who the swedish cat who brings them there i think his name is something to that yeah so it is a downward spiral (laughs) well because
1: he the boyfriend makes it seem like he invited her out of just i kind of had to didn't think she was gonna say yes, yes did say yes and now i have to tell you guys that she's basically coming but she probably won't
0: come and She walks into the apartment, and sure enough, she's like, she's tagging along. She's coming, and they're all miserable because they're like, "Oh God!" But she's not a bad person. No, no, no. It's just she's not bad. It's just they're bad for each other. Yeah, this relationship should have ended. You know. Yeah. I guess
1: that's why I hate it because ultimately it's like I just feel for her so bad. Of course, it torments me to watch somebody go through that. Yeah, very empathetic. Yeah,
0: I also feel bad for him too because he doesn't have the balls to. To say it's over. I don't feel bad for somebody like that. Well, she's doing the same thing. But she,
1: I don't think she wants to leave him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see her, I see her trying to like, let's talk it out, let's stick it out. And he's the polar opposite of like, I just don't want to talk about it. I don't think this is the right thing. We're not interested. So so, you're right. They are polar opposites and not meant one sees it, the other doesn't yeah but like in my opinion, I don't feel bad
0: for him then make the move then don't invite her to Sweden. Well I guess because you know look they're young and you look at it like there's just typical young miscommunication because that's the that's the problem with all relationships, especially yeah. when people are young and there's Amen no to that. there's no communication and that's exactly what's going on and everyone could relate to that you know that you're too, you're too stupid to realize that it's not' it's, this isn't working. Yeah. You know, right. And no one wants to admit it. No one wants to talk about it. Right. And then something traumatic
1: happens. Now he feels obligated to stay exactly. in it. Exactly. She's just looking for somebody and he's the only one she has.
0: Now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I found their relationship very human, very real, and I found the characters. It was very real very relatable and uh, the friends very relatable because that reminds me, you know, when they're like, listen, this guy, this girl is not good for you or this guy isn't good for you. you gotta, got to get out of this because, you know, they're, you know, they're the, the third party that sees this and they, I, I, I see that, you know. And I agree with you in that sense that
1: you really do get a very realistic the conversation feels very real, very yeah. flowing oh, yeah. and just natural. It doesn't feel scripted at no, all. It at all. almost feels completely like you're just yeah. in the side listening to a uh, an argument between mm-hmm. a couple, a conversation between an awkward group of oh, people.
0: Yeah. I think that's what's so remarkable Remarkable about this film is that uh, you forget that you're watching a movie. Yeah, The acting is so relatable and so on point. Where you're just like, oh, wait a minute. That's right. This is this is a film.
1: Yeah, it's not a bad movie.
0: I think that's what
1: torments me and why I kind of have an indifferent feeling about it because it's so real, it's very relatable. (laughs) I just feel so much for her (laughs) that like I want to do anything I can to like if I could get you out of this place, like (laughs) you don't deserve this.
0: See see, that's that you know what? Then that's a good thing that the film does, it makes you
1: it's immersive. Yeah. And it totally pulls you in. It's very immersive. I can't hate on it. But it's certainly not the type of movie I would watch again. Like, nobody's going sitting down and being like, let's watch Passion of the Christ the third time. No, this is a, you watched it, you're never watching it again. You know what happened.
0: Yeah. No, it's one of those films, because it's it's also, it's very emotionally draining, because the acting that goes into it, and and also the horror itself. The tension, you know what it is? The tension just is a slow build with a, ro- with a roller coaster. Right, because you're, just you're like, oh, sitting
1: there God. watching her clearly not done with her parents and her sister's suicide, yeah. right? So, she's trying everything to move forward. Yeah. Not getting much support. No. So, she does everything in her power to stay mentally strong and get past it. But, of course, we now we travel to Sweden.
0: But she won't admit that she's- Of course not. the other because problem
1: there's a, a level of like, I just want to move on and be part of the team and not be the baggage
0: right for him,
1: right? I want to be someone who's supportive and be with him and like uh, but they God. Should just- w- she should
0: have just stayed home. <laughs> she should have just they should have just broke up with each other oh, in the film. Man. It-
1: <laughs> the the amount she would have been better off. Yeah. Well I guess him too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would say <laughs> I would say he got it worse than she did.
0: Definitely. So what's crazy about this film first off is that it is always filled in it always it's always filmed in stark brightness
1: yeah pure sunlight pure sun yeah very natural sunlight. and i didn't realize that i guess this is uh a unique thing about sweden is there's not a ton of night even around midnight yeah sort of way more sun, so it doesn't get pitch black or very dark.
0: Now, I don't know if that's for a certain time.
1: Or maybe a certain period. Part of Sweden. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. But it was but. a unique element when they were there that kind of existed. And it happened specifically when they all decide, well, we just got here. Let's take some mushrooms. Oh,
0: that was a... Oh, my God. So they take mushrooms. They meet all the other people. And you notice that all of the other uh, Swedish people that are part of this festival also brought outsiders they did right is the uh, british couple yes they are who are engaged yeah and they're all bringing people to partake in this special festival yeah this midsommar festival so they take mushrooms to you know to start it off
1: yeah enjoy and go
0: nuts and, and tell me that was some of the best acting in terms of like how a bad trip goes,
1: yeah, just the psychedelic. Even the way the friends reacted, like one of the friends is <laughs> the guy will sitting, yeah, on the everyone lay down on the grass. <laughs> he's like, I need to lay down, and he's already laying down. Yeah. And he's like, everybody needs to lay down. You're not laying down, <laughs> and you stare up at the trees, and like the trees just slightly are, yeah. are moving and waving. Like they're and breathing. breathing, and it like again going back to that point of it's very realistic. Yeah, it's it really not is. this fake you know vision or version rather of the psychedelic trip it feels like you're getting to experience what they're experiencing yeah obviously seen more through her eyes Mm -hmm. throughout this film oh yeah and she goes into a bad trip
0: because someone mentions family someone says the word family and then she's like oh no oh down
1: the rabbit hole god
0: and that was really seeing that scene i was like oh it's hard
1: to watch because you feel for her so much again of like this poor girl Descent. is just trying to be part of the team, yeah. just trying to be supportive and not be a problem.
0: And when she sees one of the one of the Swedish guys, he goes, you okay? And then all of a sudden, his smile gets warped. Yeah. It's like, she's oh, She's just no. trying to like
1: ride it out. And she's like, I'm tired. like, And she doesn't want to make that no. bad. And it's just she's trying to please. And, and then
0: she runs into the creepy shack because, of course, you got to run into the creepy shed. Mm. And there she sees... Oh my God, the reflection of her sister behind her with the hose
1: twisted. Her dead sister in the mirror, Yeah. just trying to calm down. So, of course, now you blast out of there. <laughs> now we're, we're heading into the woods, folks. And like Rob said, complete bright sunshine. So you're not like the cliche nightmare of no. like we're in the dark. She just ends up running and passes out, and they wakes find up, her and they find her in kind of like later. a field.
0: Yeah. Move
1: on from that.
0: So that was it's. It goes to show you how this character is not okay. No, she she no. is not okay at all. And when we get to the festival, it's like it's almost like this Swedish heaven because there's cows, there's all of these women with the you know in, in these, these nice
1: beautiful white
0: dresses, gowns. yeah. yeah. And they have a, I think they call them frocks. Frocks. they they got flowers around their necks. The, the the men are very friendly.
1: It's like oh, welcoming. So yeah. happy that they showed up. That they're welcome, here. Welcome, part welcome, part of it. And everything's go. It goes great. The food. They've got tons of traditions and yes. rituals and things that all seem a little strange, but nothing like that would make you cautious or unusual. You're right. just
0: kind of observing a unique tradition. But what you what you don't know is that this is a pagan cult. Well. So, if, if you're gonna put it blatantly, <laughs>
1: certainly not not Christianity. <laughs> definitely not Judaism.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a,
1: it's something much different, <laughs> and we get that from
0: probably what would you say a few days in? It takes an hour for something really, or 45 minutes for something. Well, you know something bad is happening, and you even turned to me. You were like. All right, come on. So, so this is not going well. Right. Something bad's going to happen. These people Rob are too nice. Rob described the
1: roller coaster. It's definitely the uphill of that roller coaster. You know, it's too perfect. Yeah. It's too nice. This movie has a title of Midsummer, and she's screaming in it. So yeah. it's like we know something's going wrong. When and, is it happen? And when
0: it does happen, it's brilliant because you're already like tense. You, you, you know you're, you're squirming. You have your hands dug into your skin, and then they have this ceremony where the people who are oldest. The two oldest people.
1: Right, who reached 72 specifically. 72. They they organized it, the way I understood it, was almost in seasons. Yes. So you have, I think it was 0 to 17, mm-hmm. you're a certain season. Right. And you just basically have to learn. Mm-hmm. Then from that period, 18, I think it was to 34, yeah. you are now blooming like spring. So you go out and experience the world. Yeah. Then following that, I think it was... 33 to 50 something, you're now the working man. You come back, you farm, Mm -hmm. you learn how to create and build. Then from that point to 72, you are now the elder and you're supposed to be the
0: teacher. The master.
1: Right. Teach the children, teach the builders up until 72. So uh, he references the throat cut <laughs> when they ask what happens after 72 and everybody kind of just brushes right past that. Yeah. And you can feel free to describe <laughs> what we see because so, it's hard for me to even think about. They
0: do this interesting ceremony where they all eat outside in the beginning and uh, they do all these interesting toasts and then the, the, they carry the, the two 72-year-old, the male and the female, out and they're all, it's like a procession. They're all going to these beautiful cliffs and then up on the cliff, the whole procession is down on the bottom, and they're looking up and they see the elder person like making some kind of gesture to the sky, and you're just like, "Oh, interesting. Okay." And then you, you could sense something isn't right because, oh yeah, man, the main, I knew <laughs> what was coming a mile away. <laughs> the main actress, her, her character's like, like you could hear her breathing, like she's getting anxiety. She's like, "Wait a minute, like, uh, uh, what is this? This isn't right." And sure enough, Danny, that's the character's Danny, name. Yes. And then sure enough.
1: Woo! Leaps. Superman jump right off that cliff and onto a rock. And boom. And you see every bit of it, which is brutal as hell. Not only do you see every bit of it in the moment, they shoot little flashes back to the scene of her mangled face.
0: Because she went head first right into this boulder. So that's your first drop yeah. down
1: the roller coaster, right?
0: And then now the male.
1: He gets to go.
0: Like For some reason... He doesn't jump as, you know, (laughs) face first. He
1: goes, (laughs) you got a swan dive, man. And he just went, he did not. He just went legs down and. Oh, oh.
0: that was the most brutal part because now. um, He's alive. He's alive. And he's like, he's just making these horrible groans and moans. And we see his legs are just Mangled. mangled, mangled. And all of the, all of the people who are in the cult start screaming and wailing. Like He's in pain. Right, his pain. They're all connected, so his pain is their pain. So they start screaming for him and like... Ah.
1: Right, ah. and we should point out the friends, some of them... Are already at this point like completely confused and shocked. Well, they're begging this man not to jump. The British British couple couple.
0: are losing it.
1: They're not into this at all. This is like not what they expected it to be, and it's totally changed. They don't understand the customs, nor do they want to understand. They just want it out. Yeah.
0: So, uh, then they go. This one guy comes with a giant mallet. And finishes him off. Yeah, and then gives it to the girl. And And then she finishes him off. off, And then they do another one. Just for safety. (laughs) Just to make sure. (laughs) And at that point, his head's basically a soup bowl. (laughs) And uh, first off, if I were them, I would have ran. But the the British people did run. And I thought, you know, they tried to get away. That was the creepiest part. Is because all of a sudden they're like, oh, you remember she's packing her bags after that. And like, oh, your, your husband left. She's like, that's what? It's
1: impossible. Right. So they sleep the night oh. that night. After everybody's completely uncomfortable, they sleep the night, wake up in the morning. She awakes to him or one of the cultists telling her that the boyfriend left. We huh. only had a two-seater truck. Yeah, the yeah. fiance. That we only had a two-seater truck. He left.
0: He'll meet you at the station.
1: Yeah, right. We're going to come back and get you and then he'll be there.
0: Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Not at all.
1: I think, and everybody in the audience, you know, we knew yeah. where he went. And yeah. that when you jump off a cliff and then the mallet is your security, <laughs> this place is not heaven. No. It's a twisted
0: version of hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So at this point, now you have the friends, which is her boyfriend, who is Christian, and Josh, and Mark is the other guy. Right. Too. Josh and Christian are bickering because they want to do their thesis on this place. Because now they're
1: fascinated by this. There's never seen a culture like this. Right.
0: And they're thinking, like, wow, if w- whoever breaks this story is going to have, you know, an incredible thesis. Yeah. And, 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 you know, probably a book deal after that. Right, right. So that's where their mind is going. But what's really fascinating is that throughout the, the shots, we see scenes of artwork that are on the walls. And, they basically are telling you what's going to be happen, happening to, to come. these people and what's really it's really cool because you're trying to piece it all together and i like that he does oh, that you scenes
1: of the mallet you're yeah. getting scenes of
0: a bear mm-hmm. on fire and also the girl who is trying to tempt one of uh, someone it's a love spell right so using her- some female <laughs> fluids <laughs> and uh, some nice pubic hair yeah yeah he puts that she places that in his dinner and a little drop of uh Female fluid. Oh, no, it
1: terrible. It's a terrible movie. It's horrible to watch. In his juice. Anybody who's listening to this, if you haven't seen it yet, we've spoiled the hell out of it. But if, if you're really sitting like there it. listening to this <laughs> and you're still intrigued, go ahead and watch it. And then get back to. to us on what you think.
0: Yeah, you have to. Because it, it is it is insane. It's a wild movie. Yeah. And turns out that these cultists, these people never intended to let these people leave. At all. No. In fact, they're really there to be used as sacrifice for the next, you know, for this big harvest, right. you know. For so this in fest- order
1: to have a good harvest, they need nine sacrifices right. and they need it to come from different sources. And all the while, they also have a ritual where one person becomes what they call the May Queen, yeah. a female. Right. And she leads the harvest. Right.
0: She leaves the harvest and uh, chooses the sacrifice. Yes. Yes. Oh, we should also talk about their sacred text. So Josh uh, goes to find out, you know, know, what is your sacred text as he's doing research. And we see these weird paintings. And then it's like, what is this? And it looks all writing. He's like, who writes all this stuff? And he was like, Ruben does.
1: Well, he does now, currently.
0: And Ruben is this child who's
1: born of incest. And those are the ones who basically write. They are sacred
0: texts. And he's all deformed. It is free freaking... And
1: they are in a room full of these books. Yeah. So this has been going on for a long time.
0: Long time. Long Which
1: probably time. was the most unsettling piece for me when you finish the movie. Because yeah. you're realizing, like, this has been happening forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Even <laughs> have <laughs> been killing people. Yeah. Oh, I, it's just it, sh- it shakes my spine. Yeah, it's
0: wild. So Will, who is kind of like the co- the comedic relief uh, out of all the friends, he's got to Oh, go I thought to- his name was Mark. I'm sorry, it's Mark, Mark, Mark. Yeah, Mark. I- I'm sorry. Will is his real name. Yeah, that's the actor's <laughs> name. So uh, Mark needs to take. Uh, he needs to relieve himself with a pee. Oh God! So he goes to a tree. This <laughs> tree. This scene was so scary. The way that guy bugs out. This on is him. probably the first moment
1: when you get a different. Tone. Yeah. He's taking a pee and on a
0: tree out in public. One cultist guy starts freaking out, He's screaming Swedish. at him in Swedish, screaming because he wants to kill him and threatens him. And all the other Swedish people are trying to relax, like, come down, come down. And it turns out that's the ancestor's tree. That's the sacred tree where all of their ancestors are buried underneath.
1: Right. It. So those two people who uh jumped off the cliff are yeah. then burned and their ashes are put with on the tree. this tree with the rest of them. Yeah. He didn't really pay attention to that part. He took a nap during the whole yeah, jump off the tree. That's of the right. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't get that message. And now they're, that one guy is not super thrilled with it. No. Which, if you're going to upset anybody, you don't want it to be the pagan cult. Of
0: <laughs> no. And I would say his death scene, or the, the result of his death... Because we don't actually see it. No. It's probably the most disturbing part, one of the most disturbing parts of the movie. Because
1: Josh... Who goes into the sacred text room when yeah. he was told not to take
0: pictures. He goes in, takes pictures.
1: On a sneak at night. Yeah. And turns around to find out they were well aware of it. And they dressed up to, to, to kind of show their gratitude for his betrayal.
0: They're wearing Mark's skin. oh, And his leg skin and his pubic skin. Everything. 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 Wearing, it, it's a Mark suit. And they do the classic bash your head in with the mallet, but it's the sound the guy makes. Oh, some sort of dark, like, moo noise. Uh, oh, what the... <laughs> it was
1: creepy. It stuck with me that night. <laughs> you know? When we watched it, I came home to my apartment and I turned on some light. I was like a little five-year-old. I turned on <laughs> lights. I needed to leave lights on because of that darkness in your bedroom. I'm yeah. like, gonna
0: be in there I'm just gonna hear the moo have <laughs> the moo the dreaded moo yeah the, the evil <laughs> moo my favorite was watching you because your realization that that wasn't mark and he was wearing his skin yeah freaked you out oh. you you literally jumped <laughs> this is nothing darker than that yeah that it was such a disturbing, disturbing, disturbing wearing skin. his like face as a mask. Yeah, and when they whack they, they literally take a sledgehammer that they used to kill the old people to to Josh's head and oh, he's like twitching and chunk just of staring at Brain him. is oh, oh it's it's so
1: now we've lost Mark, we've yeah. lost Josh. We, we lost, have no idea where the the UK couple is. Yeah,
0: they're gone. Right. Clearly we we don't think they've left. Let's so put it that way. It's just it's just Christian Danny? and Danny and Christian. Yeah, that's it. Right. So and they're like, "Where'd everyone go?" And like, "Oh,
1: sorry about it." They left. Oh, actually, they blame Chris. Uh, they blame Josh and Mark for stealing the sacred text. They make yeah. up a story and right. accuse them as if they took it and ran. Because how do you explain two of your friends not yeah. appearing the next morning?
0: Right. That so now intense. Danny
1: and Christian decide they're just gonna roll with the punches. It was
0: interesting to see how Christian goes to show you how he is kind of a, a jerk because right away he goes, I wouldn't even just call them friends. I don't oh, even know. Yeah. Them. So right they away make you hate him yeah. after that. So right away throwing all his friends under the bus. He's kind of an opportunist there. You know, he just wants this. Right, and research. She sees it. Yeah, and she and I doesn't think like she that. starts
1: to be disgusted with him and yeah. how he does handle that.
0: Yeah. That was that was a heck of a scene.
1: But it's very subtle. Trying to Trying to butter up the rest of the cultists isn't going to save old Christian.
0: Nope. Because remember that little love spell? Well, it starts to work. Kind of. Right. And as Danny gets involved with
1: the May Queen ceremony, yeah. and of course becomes the May Queen, Right. Christian is simultaneously being, <laughs> being drugged. Oh my God. And dragged in to have some sort of Orgy, oh observational <laughs> sex
0: thing. That is the weirdest scene.
1: And I can't it's describe almost, it any more than that. It's
0: almost comedic, though.
1: Oh, because he's tripping balls <laughs> and trying to have sex with this girl, and the girl's mother is there, like looking at him directly eye to eye. Oh my God. Then another so older woman it's is like pushing, pushing him, him to go more. It's just, it's hard to watch. So, and it, it, it. it out of every scene, it shouldn't make you laugh, but we were dying laughing. I was cracking up. Because of his face.
0: And he clearly, he clearly is, um, He's. In, I can't tell if he's enjoying it. He's like really like- Oh no,
1: he's just helpless. He looked like, he was just pathetic. Yeah, he, he was, was pathetic. Uh, you know, he couldn't control himself not to. Yeah. You know, he couldn't say no. Right. And of course, you know, Danny's starting to enjoy the fact that she's going to become May Queen. Yes. She's- only to realize what he's doing.
0: Right. And the women call her sister, your sister now, your family. Trying to join the team. See, that's the thing. They know that a lot of these people are probably all people who are damaged from from severe loss.
1: Yeah, or outcasts or something. It seems like you don't get the vibe that these people are family other than they've just kind of become
0: a family. Right, right. And Danny now has a sense of belonging. And there's a, they show that when she's accepted as the May Queen and they're all greeting her and saying, congratulations, she sees her mother for, for, for a moment. She thinks she does. She thinks she does. And so now she's associating these people with family, the family that she lost. Right, right. It's a very important scene. So Subtle. Yeah. Now she goes off, she's doing this whole thing, and then they take her across the whole... A whole field and everything and that and that little carriage ride. Oh yeah, it's glorious. <laughs> yeah. Very very fantasy-like and... And then she stops and she ends up seeing... She hears some moaning she... going on in the old
1: barn. <laughs>
0: Takes a stroll
1: and looks through the keyhole. And then there's... Old Christian's just getting pushed by Granny into... <laughs>
0: the it's granddaughter.
1: granddaughter it's a dark dark moment and she breaks down
0: oh she does and they
1: break down with her which is so much more
0: weird it is the weirdest thing cuz oh. like when she starts moaning and heaving and crying they start they're doing, doing it, it all together like a dance or i mean like a song like <gasps> yeah yeah <sighs> oh. and, and because, you're sitting there just oh.
1: again the empathy that yeah. i feel for her right because she has just one brief moment of like happiness and Anonymous. it's taken away again well
0: she, that's the thing she needs to cut all ties from him and she does he does so poor christian now bug he, he bugs out when, right. he, when he's finished with that decides he's gonna take a walk he just runs yeah he don't even naked. know where he's going he's naked and he's running and running and then he stumbles into a shed and then he turns around and he sees... One of the UK guys... Just... Butterfly. Oh, my God. Like, hanging oh. by strings. And he's still kept alive because all of the organs are hanging out and the lungs are breathing. Oh,
1: it's so weird. It is so,
0: so freaky. And he's tripping still this whole time.
1: So, you know, if you want to try and stay in a positive mindset, yeah. the best place to go is seeing the butterfly guy. <laughs> So turns around and what does he get? They
0: throw dust in his face,
1: <laughs> right back into it. <laughs>
0: and then he conks out. So then the the sea, everything goes black, and then we see one of the female cultists saying, "Hello, Christian. Hi, hi. Just so you know, you can't move. You or can't speak talk or speak yeah, anything. Anything. All right. Thanks." <laughs> and then we see smiley this, and happy. Then we see this big. Kind of final ceremony where we have the May Queen, which is Danny, Completely covered in flowers. flowers. Like
1: almost just a mound of flowers just around her.
0: Yeah, definitely. And basically, she has, they have nine, they have eight. They have eight sacrifices. Because we've got. They have to burn them all alive. The four friends. They have the four friends. Two who have
1: openly decided they want to sacrifice.
0: And the UK people. (laughs) so we need one more it needs to be nine so she has a choice to pick either christian or some other guy and she goes with she doesn't say it you don't see the scene but we know once it starts kicking into higher gear she chooses christian so they put him in a bear which they've
1: basically skinned and
0: what do you call disembowel yes yeah they disembowel this bear and they Put him in the bear, which we
1: get in the art. Previous scenes, we see the bear on fire. Bear on fire, and
0: there's a bear in the beginning. They're like, "Well, are we all just gonna ignore the bear, Remember which is scene? just alive in a cage." Yeah, yeah. So they they put him in this in this bear suit in this bear suit. And they carry him, and all of the people, all of his friends, all their faces—they look like stuffed scarecrows. <laughs> yeah, with flowers scarecrow. coming
1: out of their mouth and <laughs> oh eyes. Oh my
0: god, it is so twisted. Something out of a nightmare. And they put him in the temple where you see in the opening of the film, and they tell them that you can't—no one can ever go in there. And we finally see what goes. Why in Why
1: we can't go in there?
0: Because that is where they put everyone to be burned alive. As sacrificed. Yeah,
1: just hay everywhere and they light it up.
0: The best part
1: though, (laughs) the two guys (laughs) on their team, the volunteer team, yeah. They think they're getting something. You he gives them this thing, I think they call it ya honey or something like that. And they put it in their mouth and he goes, You will feel no pain. (laughs) Then he goes to the second guy, You will feel no pain. So they light a room on fire and everybody's starting to catch on fire except these two guys. And they're glancing at each other, kind of like, oh, this is great, isn't it? And then suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> and he started, whatever they gave him was full. <laughs> Nothing.
0: Because he starts screaming. <laughs> well, they both start
1: screaming. And then the whole thing is up. And it, goes, it goes and up. All she does <laughs>
0: is smile. First, it's a gradual. First, she's got this face. She's got oh, great facial expressions. And, yeah, just sort of. And then all shot. of a sudden, it evolves because now she realizes she's free of him. Yeah, and free of anything. Anything. And then she smiles, and that's how the movie ends. Fade black. Woo! It is intense, intense in every sense of the word. Yeah. It is a powerful, strong film. I and again, I I love this film because it has a clear vision. You know, it's not a film I would I could watch and sit through again.
1: No, and that's why when I started the podcast, it's a movie that I Didn't like as much as killing of a sacred deer because for me it's just a really it's even more brutal to watch. And I I thought killing of a sacred deer was rough.
0: Well, you know why I think it is, and I think it goes back to the fact that it's really relatable. It really hits home, and it's it's it reminds you of things that like probably we all have done in relationships, traumatic
1: relationship where maybe you should have gotten out of something sooner, and yeah, it's kind of the culmination of like. You really shouldn't have got should have got out of
0: this sooner, <laughs> right? Well, hindsight's twenty yeah. twenty. Yeah, oh yeah. So I think that's why, because none of the characters are really relatable in Killing of a Sacred Deer, and even their dialogue and their delivery is weird, and that's and maybe intentional. That's
1: the point, yeah, maybe that is a good way to describe it. That this what separates the two films is one you are not related yes. or relating to any of the characters, you can't. where in Midsommar. You absolutely relate all of to them. these characters. I relate to every character. Yes. In, in some way. Or you n- not the cultists. Somebody. I don't relate well, to the cultists. That's the point is you're the characters who get introduced alongside, you know, like you're in it with them. Right. And you're, you're definitely playing this game in your head of like, what would I do at this point? Well, What would I do at this point? Exactly. Now
0: we're really screwed. Exactly. And now
1: I'm probably not getting out. Like, how would I handle it? That's and- what I
0: like about the film is that you know it's a film's immersive. If you could start sitting there and like, yeah. all right, I would probably would have been this guy or I would have did this. Like sometimes you try to think about, well, if I am gonna, I, I, I relate to this character and if that character dies first, you're probably like, oh damn, I would probably would have been dead. <laughs> oh yeah, you knew Mark was
1: going down. <laughs> oh my God. The second he was just negative and not embracing this
0: culture he was just sort of like i'm there for the ride and there's always that guy right there's always that guy and he gets it really bad yeah and again it's powerful you know like finally being free of the person who has been toxic you know in your relationship yeah if you're ever
1: gonna have a movie with a lesson this is a hard lesson to learn yeah
0: and i think that's why you know it's 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 rough to watch or you know you may have some kind of negative yeah, connotation the relatable nature yeah. of it is because I wasn't possible. bored for, during the film at all personally. no but it, there
1: is a point where I'm like just please end it <laughs> my god like, we're watching this guy in a bear suit completely paralyzed can't even scream burning alive with two guys who had no idea they were going to feel pain yeah. and a bunch of flower scarecrow people who got <laughs> mutilated and she's just sitting there watching, I'm like just end it <laughs> My God, we knew this was coming. It was going wrong. I knew it. Like the second you walked in here, I knew this was going bad. It just kept riding it out, and it gets worse and worse.
0: But uh, aren't you glad you did see it, though?
1: Oh, because it's one of those movies that you'll stick with you.
0: Yeah, it is. If
1: anybody ever comes to me and is like, "You know, I'm really looking for some twisted kind of horror movie. I got one for you, my friend.
0: It's true, and you you do feel the horror in this, you yeah do, in a
1: different sense, yeah,
0: because killing sacred deer has horror elements, but this one feels more like horror, horror,
1: you're certainly afraid for your life because of how much you connect with the characters, yes, yeah. you feel like you're there, yeah, so if you were there, you know it, it kind of erupts out of your body of like this would terrify me, yeah, and I would want so badly to try and get out, but I'm in the middle of the woods exactly. in Sweden. I have no idea where a I'm at. A stranger in a strange Miles, land. Right, exactly. Whereas this other movie, Killing of a Sacred Deer, feels like these characters are completely unusual.
0: And he's a jerk too, don't forget. Right. They're you not
1: know? relatable because they're not good people. The protagonist isn't a great they guy. They don't speak the way a normal person would. The conversation is very unusual. The robotic. Yeah. You know? And but you're in a, a comfortable atmosphere. You're in right. a hospital. You're in a normal home. You're
0: in a normal neighborhood. Here you're in. You're isolated. You're trapped. Oh. You're literally trapped, and you don't know how to get home in no. Midsommar.
1: But at one point, I probably would at the have mercy. Said, I'm, I'd rather run into that woods than be where they were.
0: Yeah. It's
1: scary. It like, was scary when you really do put yourself. It makes me yeah, just <laughs> that.
0: me too. I get a little bit of anxiety thinking about that. You know, because like you're at their mercy to get back. yeah yeah oh yeah that's what's so frightening dark and it's it's the it's the pleasantness of them and how these people think they're doing the right thing for the harvest right because it's a total that that's a good point because it is completely so
1: brainwashed in and ingrained in them that what they're doing in this culture is great because the guy who's their friend all the while knew this was going down yeah and, and he came across as like the sweetest guy ever. Yeah. Like he was doing nothing but helping. But right. in reality, I think he met three assholes mm-hmm. who he made friends with and ultimately just found one girl where he's like, well, she can be part of the team. The rest of these guys are exactly what I needed.
0: Yeah, that's what's even darker. Because you would never suspect that of that guy. I found out, because uh, I was thinking about that scene with Josh when he gets bashed in the head and we see the guy wearing Mark's skin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How could you forget? Someone hits Josh in the back of the head. Yeah, it's not him. It's right. It's not the skin guy. No. And I found out that, you know who it was? It's, it, this is from the director. I interviewed him. He said that it's Pella, the guy who brought them there. Wow. Was, knew he was going to do it. He, like he had a feeling he was going to be there and do that and sat there waiting. The temptation. How dark is that? That of the guy who's been the happy guy. So that's what's interesting. You don't see his face when he does it. You just know you just see the outfit No in reality you
1: don't see him in most of those scenes. No, once you don't. the dark stuff goes on, he which I find yeah. strange. Like none of them went to him and like, what the hell you bring me here for? Yeah. Like this is insane. I wanna go. Can we go? Can you like can you set this up? You're the only connection that you have to the cultists. I probably would have went to him first, and when that didn't go well, then I'm in the woods and yeah and gone. But <sighs> powerful overall, stuff.
0: It's a powerful movie. It's a journey. It's Worth a, a watch yeah, if I you're definitely into like that
1: kind of thing, for sure. I
0: definitely... If you really enjoyed his first movie, Hereditary, which I will have Mike watch, then yeah. uh, then, <laughs> then I, I think you'll really like this film. It's very different, and I really appreciate the vision that Ari Aster has. And I'm, I'm on board for his next film. I will watch his next film, for sure. Whatever. It's the same whatever thing whatever we talked
1: about in Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah. I appreciate original ideas yeah something that you've never seen before
0: right and this This was certainly (laughs) certainly that oh boy all right guys well we will catch you guys next time with another movie like i said we're we're kind of on a binge with this stuff so we'll see what's cooking next (laughs) yeah we hope
1: you enjoy it definitely in the comments leave us some suggestions of movies you think we should watch let Let us us know know your thoughts of this movie absolutely i want to know what you guys think of this dying to know what people are (laughs) thinking so we hope you stay in the conversation yeah definitely
0: all right guys take care and i'll catch you guys next time